Anthony on Air Podcast back for another episode. Big story today. Evan Rachel Wood coming out and accusing Marilyn Manson of abuse. We'll dive into that. Plus, um, two legends for different reasons. <laughs> different sides Very of the different legends. of legends. We lost Dustin Diamond today at the age of 44. Very tragic. Screech from Saved by the Bell. And we've also found out that Tony Bennett is battling Alzheimer's and has been for five years. Lots to talk about with that. Plus, we're going to get into another product testing here. And, uh, of course, we'll be discussing Groundhog Day. On this episode, brought to you by our good pals over at Hero Soap Company. Link in the description below. Grab a bar of Hero Soap, the absolute best soap on the planet. More on them in a second um we also have some new merch in the store our um legalized up, people comedy shirt is starting to take off frankie c starting to the take off they're taking off the shirts What's we just on? put it up the other day and uh we're starting to see some pretty good sales on it already so uh grab those while you can all right it's not galane maxwell and uh jeffrey epstein but it's uh, Marilyn Manson. So Evan Rachel Wood for years has spoken publicly about being a um, survivor of abuse, uh, but never said who it was. Today, she broke that silence. She tweeted, uh, excuse me, she put on Instagram to the world. The name of my abuser is Brian Warner, also known to the world as Marilyn Manson. I did not know his name was Brian Warner. I thought it was Nor I. Paul from the Wonder Years. That's what I always went. That's by. what everybody thought. Which, by the way, time. celebrated like a 25-year anniversary or something like that today. I saw all the, the Wonder Years people tweeting. Really? About, yeah, yeah. That's a strange conspiracy theory coincidence. Also, they were like, oh, we changed the face of television. Did Wonder Years change the face of television? It was a good show. I mean... You think it did? It was a really good show. I don't, did it change the face of television? I don't know. I mean, it brought a lot of attention to like the Vietnam War, stuff like that. Yeah, maybe. It was a good but, show. But, uh, I mean... Some hard-hitting uh, stuff in there. I guess so. I'm in. Why not? It changed. It changed everything. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm tired. Changed the face of. Changed the face of. I can't argue on this one. If Cuddle uh, says so, and some people on Twitter said it, I'm. I'm in. I'm. I'm going to go with it. Best show ever. Changed everything. Yes, I'm agree. Look how changed we are. Um, she continues in the Instagram post. He started grooming me when I was a teenager and horrifically abused me for years. I was brainwashed and manipulated into submission. I am done living in fear of retaliation, slander, or blackmail. I'm here to expose this dangerous man and call out the many industries that have enabled him before he ruins any more lives. I stand with the many victims who will no longer be silent. Miss Wood is 33. She was nominated for a Golden Globe in 2017 for her role in Westworld. Uh, she was also in Frozen 2, Queen Aduna. I don't remember that. Didn't one. see Frozen 2. I've seen it 17 times this week, and it's Monday. Okay? That's what you get Terrible. for having a three-year-old girl. You poor bastard. Yeah, thanks. Um, she was, of course, nominated for her first Golden Globe with the 2003 drama 13. Did you see 13? Messed me up that movie. No, no, I didn't see 2003, no. One of the better indie films, um, Who's My Girl, who was in... The Thanksgiving movie, Home for the Holidays. What's her name? No, not Claire Danes. The older lady. Yeah, the mom. She was in one of the 
Captain America movies too. One of the Marvel movies. She played a senator. Holly Hunter. Thank oh, you. Holly Hunter. Yeah. Holly Hunter. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood. Sca- like, just like poor people, like poor family, no dad, mom's dating. They're trying to figure it all out. Bad influence of friends. Like everything that you tried to avoid in the high school years, you know, like you just live through this movie. 13 cram it into one giant. Yeah, it's one of those. It's it's so well done that it's like it just angst filled. Yeah. Gives you chills. Yeah. You got to Like after you've seen I I strongly suggest everybody watch it after you watch it once, though, it's like you got to really, really be in the mood for something like that. There's a lot of movies like that. Like I thought Joker was a great movie right but i can't watch it again i don't know why i because it's very intense yeah it's intense. very very intense it's uncomfortable and, you know it was really the acting was really good but i don't know yeah it was very dark i'll i'll watch joker again but it'll be a while it's like 12 years of slave i don't think i'll ever watch 12 years of slave again it was mm. um, it was amazing i'll like i don't know if i could actually put sit through it again i just i don't know yeah. Um, anyway, uh, their relationship became public in 2007 when she was 19 and he was 38. 38. Ouch. The two are also... That's a huge stretch. That's a big stretch. Two were also briefly engaged. Representatives from Mr. Manson did not respond to several requests for comment today. Last year, Mr. Manson's representatives issued a statement to Metal Hammer, a music magazine, in response to questions about his relationship with Miss Wood and her testimony before Congress about being a victim of domestic violence. Mr. I heard that today. They uh, it took them a while to respond, but they denied everything. Oh. His representatives came out and said they vehemently deny everything. Quite possible. It, does, it says uh, they didn't say anything here. But you, you, um, if you're if you saw it, yeah, pretty sure I saw that. Um, a couple of sources said that. Whether that's confirmed i mean i've seen it at a bunch of places but i could be i could be drunk well here you go several other women have also accused mr manson of having abused them in 2018 actress charlene Yi accused manson of harassment in a series of tweets that have since been deleted in september of 2020 dan cleary who said he had worked as an assistant to mr manson for several years wrote on twitter that he had witnessed the singer being abusive Loma Vista, the label that released Manson's latest recording, said Monday it would stop promoting it and would not work with him in the future. Um, Miss Wood, who supported a California law that extended the statute of limitations on domestic abuse, testified before the Senate in 2019 that a man whom she did not identify by name groomed her when she was 18. She testified, and I quote, he cut me off from my close friends and family one by one by exhibiting rage in some form or another. When I was in contact with them, he had bouts of extreme jealousy, which would often result in him wrecking our home, cornering me in a room and threatening me. Um, She said that she felt terrified for her life and that he broke her down through starvation and sleep deprivation and by threatening to kill her. In one instance, he forced her to kneel in their bedroom, tied up her hands and feet, uh, hit her and shocked sensitive parts of her body with a device called a violet wand. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I mean, yikes. Yeah, that qualifies. I mean, you know, it's like, um, it, it's, 
I'm gonna. I, I hate what I'm about to say, but I have to say it. Think about it. I'm. I, I'm not. I'm not shocked by this behavior, judging by his music career. But that being said, like it's unfair to say just because no. the guy's music, like Ozzy, and there's been other people that have done weird stuff. Trent there are Reznor people that and, sing the sweetest songs that are. You know, giant jerks. True, true. You're right. But I still... Like Bing I, Crosby. I can't help but think that a person that put out some of the music that he's put out would be this disturbed to do these things. It's not surprising. Yeah. No, I get, I get what you mean. I mean, if it were... Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. He, say, he sang a lot of dark songs and about... I'm, I. A lot of them, I'm sure, about abuse and about, you know, uh, so a lot of dark imagery and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I know what you mean. He wasn't singing about kittens and rainbows. Right. But to your point, that doesn't mean that kittens and rainbow singers aren't bad people, too. Right. You know, one really doesn't connect yeah. with another. But Right. A lot of people are one way when they're on stage. Yeah. Like, look at, like, Alice Cooper. It's, like, nuts when he's on stage, but... From what I understand, he's like the nicest guy in the world. Ozzy Osbourne, like, yeah, Ozzy all those, Osbourne. all those guys. Yeah, I can I tell you something though. Big fan of the genre, like '90s rock, kind of in our wheelhouse. Obviously, sure. Uh, Frank's a huge Metallica fan. I'm never a fan of Manson, ever, never. Couple of songs, maybe. I, I'm I'm proud to say, not because of this, uh, but I'm proud to say that I've I've never bought a guy, the guy's music. Never, no, I never bought any of it. Anything. But, um, you know, he had a couple songs that were okay, you know, that you could maybe hear on the radio. And, and this whatever. is not a slight against anybody that likes his stuff, like, good for no. you if that's your thing. But I always felt like it was it was every time, even even in your darkest, because, like, when you're a teenager, right, you get, some, you get some bluesy times, you get some depressed times when you're going through all those huge life changes. I would say even in my darkest times, would always listen to that and go, this is too much for me. I can't. I can't I, handle this. I can't handle this. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was definitely a. It was a style that uh, you know not everybody liked, but get credit where credits due. He had a huge fan base. Massive. Ma and yeah. I don't want anybody to be like, "Oh, this guy." I, I'm not judging. Like, if that's if you connected through that, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. It just it that's always your style. That's your style. It was always just out of the strike zone for me. It was always well, like just a little bit too, you know. Yeah, you know what I thought was kind of weird and funny? He did a, there was a bunch of bands that did covers of songs from The Nightmare Before Christmas, and he was one of them. Oh, is that right? He he did either Kidnap Santa Claus or This Is Halloween. He did one of those. And, he, you know, stuck to the, the script. You know, he didn't add, like, any crazy, it was the song, but his version of it, you know, like the, Marilyn Manson metal version of it. Yeah. But it wasn't, you know, it was the lyrics, same lyrics. Yeah. And you know what's strange too about Manson for me? I like the theatrical thing. Like Bowie, sure. like I'm all for that. And I like, you know, like Deftones. I like music that's just as hardcore. I'm, I wouldn't say it's in my wheelhouse, but I do like other stuff that's just as hard. For some reason, him, it never, it just, it never really. And I was yeah, always, yeah. weren't you surprised at how popular that he got? Like, I get I, no. some notoriety, I, I but but 
to the like to the heights that he reached like he's still a thing 20 something years later i'm surprised i'm still surprised yeah in the same way i mean that like i don't know if he came out with anything new in the last 20 years i have no idea but you know he, he was big in the 90s and that's enough i guess cuz a lot of people that was their teenage years that was what they grew up with that's all you needed it was like nirvana not, I'm not putting him on the same level as Nirvana, but I'm saying Nirvana is still huge oh, well, that's, today. Yeah. yeah. Regard, you know, I'm just saying it's the same kind of. Obviously, there's nothing new. I'm just saying the old stuff's still relevant today. Nirvana so, just transcends, uh, you know. Nirvana's Nirvana. That's another level. I feel like closest thing to the Beatles <coughs> we ever got was Nirvana. Bless you. I don't know about that. Thank you, though. <laughs> Who, come on, who who changed? You make me say it. Who changed culture? Come on, Metallica's not even close, my friend. It's two distinct, culture. different I things. I can't do it. Metallica <laughs> legends, icons, own the metal space. Can't deny it. The, you know, Lou Gehrig. You know, still going, baby. Still go. Yeah, exactly. You know, Cal Ripken Jr. That that's that's Metallica to me changing culture that that very few and far between and uh the beatles and uh and i put nirvana second on that uh there's our uh, legalized comedy shirt right there which you can get in the anthony on air store anthonyonair.com uh if you hate cancel culture bam there you go wear that legalized comedy shirt loud and proud lets everybody know that you get jokes and you like jokes and cancel culture kind of jokes are good jokes are funny jokes are great um, From what I understand, jokes are funny. <laughs> they tell me. You can't really admit that on Twitter sometimes when people are trying to cancel somebody for just being funny. But, you know, whatever the case may be. Hero Soap Company sponsors this episode. No joking here. Best soap that I've ever had in my entire life. Watch out for the lavender. Lavender's a sleeper. You think, oh, peppermint and cool, spearmint, which is definitely my jams. But look out before you know it. Bottom of the ninth, and you're bringing lavender out of the bullpen. To make sure you have a nice, uh, fresh week worth of uh, of existence with that hero. Swing and a miss company. there, buddy. What's that? Swing and a miss with that baseball reference. Shut up. <laughs> uh, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up, and uh, this makes a great gift. Not only a bar, but you can sign up for a subscription, which basically means they'll send a bar of soap to you every single month or two or three, however much you use in your household. You could buy up a whole year, save 20%. Promo code Anthony. Use the link in the description of this episode, whether you're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Pocket Cat. I don't know. We're on everything. We're on everything. Facebook, YouTube, wherever you are listening from. I can't name them all. Link is in the description below. I am stunned, my friend, that Screech is no longer with us. 44 years old, Dustin Diamond passes away today. R.I.P. Screech. It's just insane. I feel like it was a couple of days ago where we were like, oh, Screech has stage four small cell carcinoma. It's a form of lung cancer. He was going in for treatment. It was like, all right, yep, he's he doing chemo. It was like one of those he, things where like he's 44. Should be should be able to figure this out. Hopefully get to, he, you know, he was just diagnosed with it three weeks ago. He went for his first round of chemo. Then I guess you go around and you stopped and you go around again and stuff. So I think he was on his off time. 
Uh, and what's weird is that this morning uh, there was the big news was his representatives were saying that he he might only have a few weeks left. Wow. And and then the sa- very same day. That was it. That was it. That's insane. That's quick, man. Isn't it? When you Frank broke the news to me, he 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 texted and he was like, uh, you know, Screech or RIP Screech. And I went online right away and I was like, oh, you got had. I was ready to abuse the heck out of you because I was like, you got had. This is a hoax. There's no way he's dead. He just started chemo and all this stuff. And then you sent the TMZ article who I still don't know how TMZ is first. They're the, to break. They're the first ones on everything, man. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. They have all the lines into all the... Uh, all the representatives, all the agencies, they're the, they're like, I'm sure there's like inside contracts and stuff. When something happens, you tell us. Something happens, you tell us. And we'll promote you guys in return. You know, I'm mm. sure there's some kind of, you know, if you guys get married, you tell us first. If you're uh, having a baby, you tell us first. I'm sure they have some kind of deal going on with, with agents all around the world. Oh, I, I, there's no doubt about that because, you know, the thing is, there are people, there are celebs that are begging to get on TMZ that are happy to, to blow exclusives their way on yep. stuff. There's no doubt about that. It's the death ones that are the, the surprising thing to me because usually nobody really benefits from that, you know? I mean, maybe yeah, an agent, but what clicks. kind of a scumbag do you have to be to be like, oh, you help me on my ne- help me on this client's next uh, movie release if I tell you when this client dies. That's no, I bet it's more like a. Um, I mean, they're in they're in Los Angeles, they're in Hollywood. I'm sure they have a line to all of the hospitals and all of the, you know, uh, all the medical places all in that area. And when something happens, and it's publicly allowed to be released, I guess I'm sure they have inside people that. Yeah. But you gotta, stuff. you gotta figure they must pay so damn good and so much better than everybody else, right? I mean, because TMZ. why, why, yeah, why would a nurse or a doctor or a security guard at the hospital, whatever it is, why would these people risk their no, gigs? I don't think it's like that. I think it's the the the, the PR people. You know, again, I think it's a you got to tell us right away. We got to be the first. I don't think it's I think it's part of a bigger package. Yeah, but like, why they can tell people magazine or Us Weekly or the Today because, Show. They could tell a, a million different outlets. Yeah, but TMZ has the reach and they're going to tell they're the first ones. They have the notoriety. I they, disagree. I think they're paying. I think they go into the agencies and saying in these contracts, like we're, we'll publicize, you know, we'll publicize you all you want. But here's all the things we get first to the agencies. And then they filter it down to their clients. See, I think it's more like they got lines into security guards or valets or. Yeah. But if you read nurses. the stories, it's it's never sources tell. It's never like, you know, inside people are telling us it's always the publicist told us or their representatives told us or, you know, it's it's usually they're crediting the right well, people, not. sometimes sometimes it's sources sometimes they'll say it was confirmed by if they say was confirmed by the family or the publicist that doesn't mean that they were the ones who broke the story they just confirmed it no that's true but at least 
to give them a little credit, at least they go through, you know, maybe they run it by the families and well, stuff first. Yeah, they have to, you now. have to. I think legally you have to. Now you have to. Yeah. Ever you since can't the announce Gawker. someone's dead if they're not dead. Ever since the Gawker thing, you got to you got to go through and do all your due diligence. But what's crazy is, is do you remember the late night wars when it when in the heyday when they first started Leno versus Letterman? Letterman was murdering Leno every single night. And then Leno got the big scoop at the time. I'm dating myself like Frank bringing up a Golden Girls reference when Hugh is still huge today. When Hugh Grant was caught with a prostitute, do you remember this? He yeah. did his first appearance on Leno. Leno won the ratings that night because everybody wanted to tune in to see what Hugh Grant was going to say. And Leno never lost in the ratings ever again for like 18 years after that. I think maybe a couple times when Letterman had his heart attack and Letterman was, accused, was found that he was cheating on his wife. I think there was a couple of pops in there, but... For the most part, Leno just destroyed Letterman from that day moving forward, just from that one time. And it's the same thing with TMZ. TMZ broke Michael Jackson's death first, and they have never looked back after that. I feel like they got, they were huge before that. No. Like, I feel like there was some uh, something else that launched them. There was a couple little things, but nothing was as big. As, they had Michael that, Jackson was huge. They had that hours before anybody else had that. And they were the ones and they, and by the way, that was just back in the day when they didn't have to confirm shit. So they were like, I remember where you remember where you were. I was on the air. I was working. I was leaving work. It was like five o'clock. That's right. What, 30, five o'clock. Yeah. I was walking out. One of the DJs comes out of his radio, out of his booth. Michael Jackson that I went holy crap yeah and then that was it I was that was like that was huge it, I was on the air I, I was doing afternoons then and the two big things that happened to me was uh, Sully landing on the Hudson that was huge and then Michael Jackson dying and I remember there was this moment of like so I was on EHM which for people who don't know and a lot of people don't uh, was like this hardcore triple a station so like mumford and sons and dave matthews and bob dylan and the beatles and older stuff definitely never played michael jackson like ever 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 never never play michael jackson no it wasn't a pop station it was like rock and folk rock and indie yeah. rock and you know classic any songs that could cross over but probably not yeah, there wasn't there wasn't anything that could maybe like billy Jean. like i would play i love uh, the Civil Wars have this song. They do a cover of uh, Billie Jean, so I'll on occasion play that. But that wasn't until after when I was doing mornings, actually, now that I think about it. But anyway, yeah. um, so he dies, and I'm like, I got to... But this was... I, I feel like people don't remember this. He had disappeared from radio station playlists across the country because of all the kids stuff. Nobody was nobody was playing Michael Jackson anymore. He was gone from from radio rotations. Gone. And then I remember I he was gone, gone. Gone, dude. Gone. Uh, like prior to all the stuff, you couldn't go an hour without hearing a Michael Jackson song on like an AC station. Like it was it was just his catalog is massive. It was everywhere. Maybe on like an A to Z, you know, Firecracker 400 weekend, you you'd see it get thrown in there, but but in regular spins, very, very rare. And then 
I think we were going to Atlantic City that weekend that he died. It was like a Thursday or something. Or Oh, Philly? Oh, okay, we were going to see Elton John and Billy Joel. So we're driving to Philly, my wife and I. So we're going through the New York stations and then the Jersey stations and then the Philly stations. We're kind of just tuning along. It was like wall-to-wall Michael Jackson that entire weekend. It was insane how much people were playing Michael Jackson. That's a huge story. It was a massive story. story. Yeah. Massive, massive story. But I don't know how to... Screech, man. But but then, but the Michael Jackson thing, I think somebody, a cop or an EMT or... It was somebody who was on the ground for like a the 911 call, like somebody on the ground had it first and gave it to TMZ. That's why I think I think they do well with those people more so than the publicists. Well, back in the day, can't really do much of that now. But if you know like this to them is their like that's their currency, that's their business. So like if you hire somebody to host a show for you, you pay them whatever you're going to pay them, 100000 150000 a year, whatever it is, because they're bringing in material to your, to your thing. Mm-hmm. So for one of these stories, I could easily see them peeling off like ten grand for something like super juicy. You know what I'm saying? Or even five grand and five grand to an EMT or, you know, somebody well, who's that's huge. That's huge, huge for a lot of people, you know, five. And again, is it as huge as, you know, losing your job? I don't know. I mean, if you're in the medical profession, you start doing that crap. Yeah. Cause there's like HIPAA laws and out. stuff. Yeah. You can't really, you're not yeah, supposed you're to. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't cool. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that, but I'll, up to you. Shocked I remember about- they had the big, uh, they had the, uh, the first image that I remember of it was the overhead like helicopter shot of him being wheeled out on the stretcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, covered in the sheet, but yeah, that was just, that's an image that sticks in my head. I think that's how they're getting all their stories. I think they're paying the little guys and the little girls. I'm sure there's a lot of that, but yeah, I think in especially recent times now, I, I, I feel like it's a little more, if not, I don't think it's totally, but I think a little more on the up and up. You know, it's publicists doing stuff for their clients. I think a lot like, of that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, especially when they, how many times can you sit at an airport? I mean, the publicists are telling them, "Listen, we're landing at the airport. If you want your cameras there, you know, it's the, oh, we caught this person at this airport. No, you knew they were coming because they told you they were they were landing. I think that's most of it. The, the agents telling TMZ, "Hey, we'll be there." I, yeah, I think that's a lot of it. But Screech, big in the '90s, man. That was a huge, huge show. Um, and and it was, yeah. I'm sorry. It was. Um, you got to take that. No, I'm just talking with my producer off the air. Oh, okay. Um, I was gonna ask you, tragic life. Or not? Because I feel like for a while it was, and I think he might have. Tragic. I mean, there was a few things that were less than, you know, reputable. He had like a there was a sex tape that was out. Yeah, I guess some a battle with uh, some drug problems. I'm not 100 percent on what that was about. I think drug. He had a lot of drug issues. Yeah, a lot of drug issues. Okay, um, and I think there was an incident where he went to jail for something. He was involved in some kind of fight, and someone got stabbed. 
I don't know if he stabbed the, I don't know how he was involved in it. I, but honestly, I think it was just a handful of effed up things. For a 44 year old child star, I think it could have been a way worse. I mean, his life. I mean, I think you have to have a special sort of uh, disposition, a special sort of mentality to handle that slapsticky role in a sitcom, especially prior to The Sopranos, because The Sopranos, with all due respect to uh, The Wonder Years, The Sopranos changed the face of television. Will you stop? So uh, that's uh, you just got to crawl out of the Sopranos. Undisputed, ass. undisputed. You really have to stop with them. You, yeah, they did a mob show. Fantastic. No, no, no. no. You yeah. name it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad Men, Breaking Bad, all and these did that shows. Did that psychiatrist ever cure anything? How many no. years was she treating him? He never got an ounce better. No, but all these shows don't Come exist on. without the Sopranos. It's true. It's and Sopranos true. doesn't exist without Goodfellas or The Godfather. And that Those are movies, though. It's two different things. Bringing that. Oh, so, all right. So they made it a TV show. Bringing they, long bring form. No, come on. The storytelling. This is not the topic. You stop it. Just you're. I can't. You're disqualified. You're blowing away too much. I'm smoke bringing up Sopranos out. facts. You're yeah, trying to argue with facts. show. But monumental, groundbreaking, unbelievable. It was. What hour long drama was there before this that existed? Name it. Name the hour-long drama on television that existed before The Sopranos that had that type of format, that type of audience. It doesn't exist. It was Law them. and Order. That's procedural. And no, that's You're awful. procedural. <laughs> Your mother's procedural. Now I forgot the point that I was trying to make. Damn Good. it. What was I that's trying to say? That's what you get. Oh, it takes it because in the more slapsticky time of television, like it takes a really special person. Like here's my example. The Fonz, right? Here's okay. a guy who could have been Screech, could have been Dustin Diamond, had that sort of like catchphrasey, you know. Yeah, but he started when he was older. He was late teens or something when he, when he was the Fonz. Screech was like ten. True. True. I'll give you that. I'll I'll concede that point. That's true. But I just feel like when you have that, that sort of again slapsticky role where you're like that supporting character or whatever like henry winkler could have gone off the deep end at any he moment wasn't slapsticky not really but he was like that. ralph mouth and, and the other one was slapsticky yeah Classy. what am i trying to say not slapsticky but like comic relief type or like yeah typecast sure. yeah typecast you know um Henry Winkler could have gone off the deep end and he is like, I feel like he's the North star for all those actors that have that role because he went completely the other way and, and has, and still has an amazing long lasting, fantastic career. But, and look at, um, what's his face? Um, not Henry Winkler, but, um, uh, Cunningham. Why am I blanking on his name? Richie Cunningham. Richie Cunningham. What the hell is his name? This is terrible that, this that is, we're blanking on this I'm game. having the best time ever. Are you? You don't know it. I know it. Okay. I can't think of it. Top of my head. <laughs> People are freaking out in the live chat comments right now. Ron Screaming Howard. Thank you. you. Oof. 
What? I remembered his brother. Did you say Ron Howard? I remembered, I remembered his brother. I said in my head, I went Glenn Howard. And then I went, no, Ron Howard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do that 40,000 times a day, my man. 40,000 times a day. Yeah, What'd you say his brother's name was? Glenn? Clint. <laughs> Uh, whatever it sounds the same <laughs> say it fast it's glenn it's clint whatever <laughs> anyway bryce yeah. dallas yeah ron howard i get that he a little bit more of the uh huge career yeah massive massive Big, one of the biggest directors around yeah but i but i feel like it's it's hard because when you're you you're you're in there and you're getting those quick easy laughs you kind of get used to that and then you're you're done with that role and it's like you can't do anything else and nobody wants you to do anything else. That's got that. That's got to hurt. I feel like nowadays for some reason, I don't know why, but I feel like 20 years ago and before was typecasting like Lollapalooza. Nowadays it's hard for people to be typecast. Yeah. Name someone who, who is an actor nowadays who, you know, maybe besides, uh, Sylvester Stallone or, or Schwarzenegger, but other than that, well, because there's anybody so much, can almost play anything. There's so much more to do now because you can go into a long form television or streaming service or whatever. You could do a podcast. You can have a great Instagram yeah. following, or you could be great on TikTok. Like, what? There's just so much more. No, but I'm talking actors. I'm talking about movies. I'm TV. talking that too. Yeah, like how many actors like like Kevin Smith, for example, phenomenal director, great writer. He's kind of even more of a YouTube podcasting guy, you know what I mean, than he is a filmmaker anymore, you know, because he's got 10,000 shows where he reviews comic book movies and he does, you know, Fat Man yeah. on Batman. He does all these like things. He's like, there's just so much more space. That's like, I, true. I feel like a screech could find his voice somewhere in the Internet. Yeah. Or on a Plus, weird show, you know, on streaming. Yeah. Plus, in the 90s, there was only, like, there wasn't a million shows where there are kid yeah. uh, actors. Now, you hear about, a, like, someone today, a, a kid actor, you're like, who? He uh, could play anything or whatever. But back in the day, Screech was Screech. That was it. Uh, no, you know, there was no other people that you could be like, oh, Screech, you know, who's that? But you, everybody knew Screech. But, like, you look at, Mark Paul Gosler still working to this day, getting primetime shows. Um, Mario Lopez still working to this day because they were somewhat more of more realistic characters. I feel like him and Lisa Turtle were the only two that never broke out. Uh, Screech and Lisa, yeah, Screech yeah. And, and Lisa Turtle were the only two that never really kind of made it out of the jam. And by the what way, happened to Lisa Turtle. My wife fully described Lisa Turtle as an what'd you say? An asshole? Was that you who Yeah, my <laughs> wife doesn't. Oh, yeah, character. it was it was definitely it was definitely D who said that. Yeah, my wife says Lisa Turtle's an asshole. Hey. Welcome, Jason. Why J was she an asshole? I, I, she, I always I thought she was snooty. I don't why'd you think she was an asshole? She was yeah, she was uh stuck up, snobby. She didn't like how she was mean to to screech. Screech was annoyed the crap out of me every episode. Oh, he would. Screech. I love. I love the show. I love the character, but he would always be the person that ruined 
whatever scheme was going <laughs> like, on. He was the one that annoyed you in every every time he, he came on the screen, basically. No, 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 no. He was. He, I liked watching him on the on TV. He was great, but he was always the one that ruined whatever plan was happening. Like oh, if they're raising yes. money for this, or they're trying to, you know, take the uh, the car, whatever was going on, Screech ruined it. But Screech well, did be beat, honest. he beat the Russian Zach Morris and saved the Cold War for us, if you remember. Right. So. But, yeah, but I think he and probably ruined it too. Let's just talk. How many girls do you think he's banged since that show? I mean, that's the most important question of this show. Let me flip that question back on you, Janine. Would you bang, would you bang Dustin Diamond if you had the opportunity to? Because I don't know if that um, has the brag power. Honestly, probably yes. Oh my yes. god, you're just probably. a star fuck. That's <laughs> just to say, I bang Dustin Diamond. No, I would say I bang Screech, not Dustin oh, Diamond. <laughs> okay, you run it. You're, it. you're at a comic book signing, and there's Screech and Zach Morris, and they both want oh. it. Which one are you going with? That's Zach, a stupid Zach, question. Obviously, that's what. That's see. So I mean, but I'm sure there's girls out there who were just be like, oh. I'm gonna bang Screech. Yeah, you know Violet. I mean? just, just her name was Violet. Screech. And she was uh what was that? Oh, Violet Ann Bickerstaff. Yeah. She what? was uh Tori Spelling. Tori Spelling. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I love Saved by the Bell, man. That was a great show. Who didn't love that Damn, show? Frank, you got me beat. I thought I liked it, but you definitely like it. Come How on, you don't remember his girlfriend. Tori Spelling. Yeah, it was the only time he had a chick. <laughs> you know, you don't remember that part? No, but I, I still contest that the biggest asshole on the planet is that Zach Morris because oh, yeah. Screech was the loser. He had a crush on Lisa. Zach got his was, you know, sleeping with all the chicks in the in the class there. And then he had to go after Lisa. You know what I'm saying? Like, what a dick. That was the, the, yeah, that was that was kind of a dick move. I'll be honest. Um, Did he have a hookup I, with uh, Jesse? I feel like I mean, it was. I think that's the one combo that never happened. But I mean, it was like Zach and Jesse that there was yeah. something there, like long ago, like pre. -show. I think there was like a uh, what's it called? Mario Lopez thought that that was happening, but it, it didn't um, happen. Something like that. Can we use that Saved by the Bell names? Thanks. <laughs> uh, AC Slater, <laughs> Albert Clifford Slater. Oh my God! You. Did you did you research right before we came on the air? No, that's been up here for twenty years. Oh my god, Frank! Albert Clifford Slater. Um, now I want to go back and rewatch the entire series. Thank you. I don't yeah. even know. Is it up anywhere streaming somewhere? It's gotta be. It's probably uh, on Peacock. You guys sit through ten thousand commercials just to see Screech. Um, I guess I came in at the part where you were saying that he died. Did you already talk about his life and how much he screwed up after Save by the Bell? A little bell, bit. Or no? Oh, okay. we were get, yeah. Was there, was there drug drug dealings and a sex tape? And I think we hit all the points, right? There was mm -hmm. a stabbing at one point. He was in jail for a little bit. <laughs> well, and then they did like 14 Save by the Bell. There was Save by the Bell. Then there was like they tried to the bring college in. College years. A, no, we're not there yet, Frank. Stop. We were there yet. That was the very next thing. No, the very next thing was they tried a new cast of Saved by the Bell. Oh, really? Yeah, what? there was a there was a new cast in Saved by the Bell. I don't think Screech was in it just yet. No, no, no. I know what you're talking about. There was a there were two versions of Saved by the Bell. The beginning was Zach Screech, um, right? What's her name? Tiffany Ambertisen, uh, Kelly, and Lisa. But then there were a few other people. I think it was, they were like in middle school 
and it was um it was with miss bliss what's your name miss bliss yeah it was that yeah it was always screech screech was always there yes and then it was the saved by the bell that we all know and love but it was always saved by the bell it was never a different show right and then right before the college oh wait hold on maybe the college years was first before the new class yes what about the movie (laughs) and it was the movie i don't know when that happened I think the new class was the last Screech oh, adaptation. I'm telling you, Wait. there was there was a new class. There was yeah, another. There was, was another. Belding and Screech. What? It was just Mr. Belding and Screech from but, the original. Frank, when, how do you remember this? I have so much useless information. You'd be astounded. No, really, though. Like that's like impressive that you remember this. I I what pride myself on being. Yeah, full of useless knowledge. Um, wait, what? Which one was when they were in Hawaii? That was during the regular show. They just did like a. It was. It wasn't the college years. No, I think that was during the regular show. Like maybe they graduated or. That was a movie. That that yeah, was a made for TV movie. Yeah. That was part of the movie. Yeah. That was a movie. I thought when they became a band, that was the movie. No, that was an episode or two. I'm right? telling you, there there was I'm a show. Have to go Google this. There was a show, and it was only like one episode. I'm gonna find it. I, I don't have. Maybe maybe you can help me out here. After before the college years, before the new class, they had all graduated, and there was one episode with a whole new cast of people, and it never went anywhere. I'm telling you. I, I vividly remember this. Are you You're not thinking about California this? Dreams. No. <laughs> What'd you say to me? Are you dreaming this? Was there a succubus so. involved? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm telling you there was something That's else. That's an inside joke. Yeah. There was something else in there. All right. Anyway, I think we've done enough on. I think you've made that up. If you want, by the way, greatest screech moment ever came in the movie made with Vince Vaughn and my man. You ain't screeching. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, what movie is this? In made. Oh, in made. John Favreau and Vince Vaughn. It was the it was the quote unquote sequel to Swingers. And uh, they're trying to get Vince Vaughn's trying to get in the in a club and they won't let him in, but they let Screech in. And he's like, "Did you just let fucking Screech in the club?" And the guy, the bouncer's like, "Yeah." He's on the list. He's like, "A fucking Screech is on the list, and I'm not on the list." It's a great Oops. Vince Vaughn moment. I feel like Screech could have could have made a big comeback. I mean, he could have done something nowadays. He I think did he make was... a big comeback. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think. They, didn't they do the new? They're doing the new Saved by the Bell now, right? Yeah, but he didn't sign on for it. I, know, I don't think he, he did that one. I feel like he... Obviously. But anyway, my point was is that every time there was a new Save by the Bell, he was the only one that went back to it because that right. was the only work he could get, which is like... Right. That sucks. That's it sad. Is. It yeah, is. It was popular. I mean, it, it had a good run, his stuff. It's sad, but you know what? He probably banged more chicks than you guys could have ever banged in your entire life. Right? He's got that screech power. It's not saying much, though, when you look at the who you're... Comparing, you know, I mean, look what you're talking to here. Jesus Christ. It's not cool. <laughs> and, well, I got, and Frank over here is dragging down my average, which isn't high to begin with. So, right. You know, Frank, I, I, I throw a comeback Frank? at you, but I don't have one. That's what she said. 
Um, all right, enough on Screech. Let's talk about a That's national so treasure. God damn it. I'm going to cry during this uh, segment. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett says he has Alzheimer's. Oh. This story broke today. Yeah. I mean, he's how old is he? 90. Oh, Jesus. Two, three. No, four. he can't be that old. Is he really that old? He's now? up there. Yeah. Yeah, he's up damn. there. He's, he's in his there. early 90s. Yeah, because his I mean, 80th... but he's been dealing with Alzheimer's. He said for five years, right? He he oh. said he's ninety four years old. I mean, he doesn't remember. Ninety four. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> that was kind no, of a no, dick. No. We edited that out. We might have to joke. edit that out. No, come on. <laughs> Just talked about Messed banging everyone up. Um. Yeah, he's ninety four, and he's had it for five years, which is very very sad. Is this as big of a deal to non-Italians as it is Italians? I feel like wow. we feel this more. That's because he's our guy. Yeah. No. But I feel like he's a lot of people's guy. I'm, I'm not saying that non-Italians don't love him. I'm sure they do. But this is like you know we not as much as Italians. We have very few <laughs> Italians we there can be proud lot. of. <laughs> there, were, there were a lot of, uh, especially singers. Oh, yeah, they're all singers. singers. The, the singers are, are the only ones dead. we could legitimately be a like proud Frank of. Frank Sinatra. Yeah. You, you can't stand you up are. for any other Italian yeah. without trying to get canceled on Twitter. That's a fact. That is a right. fact. What? This is a cancel-free endorsement of an Ita- of a popular Italian. Why would we get canceled for endorsing Tony Bennett? Well, I was making a Christopher Columbus reference. Uh, Come on. I didn't catch it. Come on, Frank. Maybe you're off your game tonight, Frank. What's going on with you, buddy? I'm not drunk. You need to take a 15? You need a timeout? I'm not drunk. No, I'm good. I didn't catch your your dumb joke. What do you want from me? (laughs) Sure. Blame the joke. There's nothing wrong with the joke. Blame the joke. And uh, Mayuchi, the guy who invented the phone, which Graham Bell's got a thing to say about that. So we can't even get that all the way. But anyway. um, Marconi. Or Marconi. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, what was I going to say now? Oh, I'm devastated by this. He's So he's making an album with Gaga, and they were saying that when he was in studio, he was he would forget. Uh, by the way, super lu- like seems like he's got a, a very lucky, fortunate version of Alzheimer's because usually like your loved ones become the first things that you people that you can't recognize yeah. he's held on to all that they're saying that he remembers his wife and his kids he's got all that down but he starts to lose like you know like what objects do or oh, no. they said it started because he got back from shows he was doing shows and he said to his wife i can't remember the musicians names and his <sighs> wife was like well you're in your 80s it's not that big of a deal and he's like no i look at them and i know i know i know their names but i can't and so they had him tested, and then they found out that he had Alzheimer's. By the way, within the last five years, he was still touring like crazy, doing 90-minute really? shows. Yeah, he's still... I mean, he could still sing. Yeah. Man still got it. 94, he's still going. You're looking at Damn. three competent people without Alzheimer's that can't do a 90-minute show. And Tony where? Hey. At- where are you looking at three competent people? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's in the I room I take offense to that. Who's in that room? <laughs> I can't even keep Janine in frame right now. We can see half her face. Yeah, right. <laughs> back a little more. Uh, I don't even know why. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she uh, he he was doing ninety minute shows. His wife did this whole interview with uh, Gail King on CBS this morning. It was really really touching. She said that he still 
because of obviously the pandemic, he hasn't gone out to tour. He's still twice a week. A piano player comes over and he sings for like 75 minutes. He just oh. does like a concert. He should, he should just throw that on, uh, on a zoom thing or something. Everybody, you know how many people would want to see that? I'd pay for it. Yeah. How many Italian yeah. people would want to see that? That's true. We do yeah, love it more. Anthony, only Italian people would watch it. <laughs> we do love it more than other people. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, there's certain singers. He's right, though. No, well, he, his, a lot of his songs are Italian themed and, and things, stuff like that. Yeah. And they're used in a lot of Italian, uh, you know, movies. Yeah, but I don't even think that's the case anymore. I feel like he's sung the Great American Songbook and he's. He's a national treasure. He's absolutely is since Sinatra. He's he's been the man since Sinatra died in what? Ninety, whatever that was. Ninety one, ninety two. Yeah. It was a long time ago and he's been on Tom forever. But, you know, go ahead. I, I just want to say this. My husband uh -oh. is 100 percent Italian. Both his parents are born there. He hates Frank Sinatra. Hates him. Your husband does. Yeah, he don't like hates his music or hates him. Hates his music. Hates his music. music. Why? He just doesn't like it. Well, guy, he's, he's a he's like, a rare Ugh. dude. Yeah, he Every is. Every time I think he's gonna zig, he zags. So let me get this right. He hates Frank Sinatra and loves yeah. you. Right. Like what Very, the, what's the mentality there? What is the mentality? <laughs> Very confusing. Uh -oh. Is he does he like Dean Martin? Mm, no, I don't think so either. Maybe it's the style of, he doesn't like that style of music. The crooner. He doesn't like the crooners. Mm. Yeah. Maybe not, but you know, have the, there's a Frank like Sinatra station. That, if he likes crooners, but doesn't like Sinatra or Dean Martin, then there's a problem. I don't know. I mean, that's not the kind of music we listen to, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't keep it on around the, you know. But if I, Just you know, if I'm at a wedding, your wife, and it's you know, it's time to eat the the salad course at the wedding, then yeah, yeah, you throw on some Dean Martin. That's true. That's the only <laughs> time you really can hear it now. So. <laughs> You two are, are just, I can't stand either of you. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Why? We don't yeah, go I'm with. I'm sure you listen to Dean Martin and Sinatra all day long. Do... Mr. I'm Italian. Only Italians like. Frank like just Tony said, Bennett. Frank just said he only listens to Tony Bennett when he's tossing salad at a wedding. And I'm sitting here going <laughs> every Sunday. We don't go with Sunday in this house without listening to, to Tony Bennett. We need way new friends. Yeah. Lots of new friends. Wow. Are you, wait. Seriously, I Every... bet you ask if anyone in the group listens to that, you're going to get an astounding no. Every if it's Sunday. on, I'll listen. I love, I love the music. I won't okay. change it, but I don't consciously go in, you know, and like, hey, I'm, you know, sometimes I'm in, I'm in the mood for it. I listen to maybe Louis Prima every now and then. I'm in the car. Who? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I know him. But you know. No, I don't like I don't old listen music. every Sunday. I'll be honest. I don't like old music like that. There's certain What's, things what I did, like, what, but that. What year? Give me a year that you like music starting from. There's my Spotify. <laughs> there he is right in the middle. 1998. Yeah, nobody right, can see that. Right there. 1998 <laughs> on. Anything before <laughs> no, 1998. No, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Like the Beatles, obviously, are good. But like back, yeah. back They're then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're Okay. Um, it's the style of music, like you like the. It's like, right. It's the, the style Stones. of music, right? Doesn't and matter I'm, when it was, right? Right. But me, like personally, like like Frank, I could I could do without him too. Do but without who? Frank Sinatra. Oh my god, crazy talk. To me, that's I what, do like Dean Martin better than Sinatra. No, that's even that you. I can't. 
I like his the way he's he like. Plays. I gotta go. I, gotta I like Dean Martin's style the way better than Sinatra. I okay. love them both, but I think Dean Martin just a little more. I don't let. I, let me just say this to all the normal people that are watching and listening. I trust your tastes in music like. Uh, I don't know, something that I wouldn't trust. It doesn't get better than a Sunday. That's the day to like slow it down and relax, take some time, and you put toss on some salad. Toss some salad. <laughs> Only when I'm at a wedding. You put a, you put on some of that. And I'll tell you what I love about Tony Bennett more than anything, and he had this over Sinatra. He's a little bit more on that jazzier side of things than Sinatra ever was. Sinatra is a true hardcore crooner, whereas like tony bennett he you can get into some more jazzier tunes with him and just listen and i will say this i have i can go downstairs right now and grab tony bennett on vinyl there is no better the way he was recorded on vinyl it was so warm and amazing sounding so okay. i'm just gonna leave that there i know i lost janine and frank you didn't uh, lose me i i dig vinyl i dig tony bennett i'm good man the, the, the right, I, I hear where you're coming from. I just, you know, I'm not like a hardcore. I have to listen every Sunday person. I I will listen to it. I love it. I love hearing it. But you know, I'm not like crazy about it. Like, I'll listen to it when I like it. Not gonna put it on when you're banging your wife, right? Mm. Well, let's talk nuts. Maybe I will. Um, he's got a new album coming out, a sequel to the Lady Gaga record, which I actually didn't love. I didn't love her. With him, not yeah, enough Tony. Bell. You know what? I didn't either. Yeah, and I like her. I, I but love I didn't her. Like it. I didn't like that one. Yeah, I like yeah. Gaga. You I know, agree. I you know what's like got to be tough for Gaga? She's the screech in this scenario where he was literally going to do a record with Amy Winehouse. That was the plan, <laughs> and then Amy Winehouse died. So he was like, I don't know. <laughs> oh well. Who's next? And then it was just like, I guess we'll just do Lady Gaga. Like she was literally mm. the second choice. Yeah. She's a great singer. I think she's a really good singer. She is. She is. I am not taking her down a peg. I just think I don't know if she was too excited or whatever, you know, <laughs> to be in the room with him. I don't know, but she just I just I she took away from the It was a very record. successful album. Yeah, it was. It was. Um guys, I need to go. I'm sorry. I actually have another call to attend to. You do. Jason. More important than this one. Um, a little bit. Entrepreneur extraordinaire Jay Sabs is making. <laughs> I, would you call that entrepreneur? No, philanthropic. Wait, what philanthropic. is this? Philanthropic. Philanthropic. You're right. So, what there charity are we talking about? The Star Legacy Foundation. Star Legacy. Oh, great. See, I'm just trying to bring it up so we talk about it. Janine, oh, thank no? you. <laughs> that was called leading the witness. Janine is uh, <laughs> a big deal in the Star Legacy world. So, yes. oh, um, thank you. Yeah, look up Star Legacy before you say something bad about Janine and see how you feel then next. Then say something right. bad about Janine. Then, <laughs> then think about it for a second and then, <laughs> then say something then bad. Then have at it. All right. All right, Janine, go ahead. Go do your thing. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Come later. There goes Jay Sams. Um, there she goes. Yes. No, I love Tony Bennett. Love Sinatra. Love all that stuff. I'm in. Louis Prima. I'm down, man. Sounds down. like backtracking. Mark me now. down. Sounds like get you're a backtracking. pot of get some sauce on the on the stove. Crank some Louis Prima. Get some garlic in my face, <laughs> and my <laughs> my grandmother's cooking everything, and I'm in. All right, Frank. Uh, Groundhog Day, and then we're gonna get to actually. You know what? Let's do product tasting. 
product testing. Um, we did PDQ over the weekend. That was a lot quite, of fun. That was a good one. Successful. Did you have a good time with that? I enjoyed that immensely. We got out. We got into the world a little bit, which we rarely do nowadays. But we took a little car ride down to PDQ in our last episode, and I had an amazing time. It was so good. I never knew that place existed. Bonus episode, by the way, fourth episode in the week for a lot of people. So that yeah. was good. Um, I think we're definitely going to do more of those out of the studio experiences. I actually had a really good time with it. It was fun. We got to check out some other stuff. Maybe throw in the comments what what stuff we should check out and, and maybe do. I love that tests. idea. I love that idea. Yeah. Where else you know? would you like to see us go? It's yeah. hard, too, because it's so limited now to only really food places. But, I mean, yeah. eventually we can go and do some more fun stuff at, at other places. That'll If you uh, could think of something else that's open. Uh, yeah, food places are good because they could, you know, they, they do drive-throughs and curbside and stuff. Yeah, but anything else you could think of that might be uh, running nowadays, let us know. Because I feel like come summertime, we could things a lot more things are probably going to open up, more vaccines out and everything. So we might be able to do some more on the road stuff. Yeah, this is just the beginning, folks. Yes. Yeah, and if you missed that last episode, um, just go. Go check it out wherever watch you're it. watching and listening from. Yeah, it's the it's the previous episode to this one. Anyway, so we went to PDQ, and right by PDQ is Stu Leonard's, which is a massive, I would say, farm stand, but it's like a super supermarket. Supermarket, yeah. It's like it's like the target of supermarkets. Yeah, and uh, but it was born out of a farm stand in Connecticut. And uh, they just uh, are one of these huge, like they have like, animatronic cows and chickens and things like above all the produce and stuff so the kids can go over and hit a button and you know the stuff moves around and dances and everything like that and so that's a lot of fun for everybody nice nice day out it's a nice day out it's a weird experience it's kind of got an ikea feel to it where it's not aisles of of stuff like you literally go in and it's like a maze and you just go around this little. Oh, uh, you see, and then you got to buy. Yeah, you, there's no, there's one way in, one way out. That's it. The only way to get out is go through the whole place. There's a couple of exits and entrance ways into it if you got to skip. I guess for fire safety. But yeah, but for the most part, you're just going through this little maze of theirs. And uh, I think it's just only really New York and Connecticut, I think. Yeah, it's only really New York so. and Connecticut. It's a Northeast thing. But anyway, they have a lot of their own products and I picked up this sparkling limeade Ooh, yes big fan of lime frank underrated in the citrus department i feel do you think lemon or lime go lime not even close with everything everything ice everything. like so you know lemon ice they don't do lime ice as much no but you know what it's the first one i go to if i get a pack of like ice pops and there's a lime one in there you go to lime Total Again, this goes when I think about my own weirdness and when I try and psychoanalyze myself, which is quite often, probably a little too often than than most. But I, I said this before on the show and I mean it. I've always been slightly off center. I always like that weird oddity thing for whatever reason. It always lime isn't that odd. I feel like this is odd. A limeade lemonade. Hello. That's, you know. Yeah. You know what I just got into speaking of? Yeah cranberry lime oh like i get cranberry juice and it's mixed with lime and i because I, I bought it by accident i thought it was just cranberry juice okay but it um, had lime in it oh it's cranberry juice with lime in it 
Yeah, it's like Ocean Spray Cranberry, you know, the oh. big one. But I thought it was just plain cranberry juice, and it had lime in it. I didn't see the little, one little green stripe across it, and I was like, oh, I guess that's lime when I got it home. But you like it. So, love it. It's great. I feel like lime is better than lemon. I feel like it's the underrated. By the way, I think it is grossly mistreated in Sprite and 7-Up because that's lemon-lime. Why isn't it lime-lemon? I think it's just easier to say. Yeah, that's unfair. That's they're putting oh. lime in the passenger seat all the time, and I don't care for it. Uh, by the way, my two favorite uh, seltzer flavors. Are you saying lime is green with envy? So your two fla- favorite seltzer flavors: <laughs> uh, cranberry lime, and here's one I'm drinking right now, which is sorry for the light, raspberry lime. Nice. Love lime. All right. So what do you got there? You got sparkling lime. So sparkling lime, which this is what I love. This is what I love about this. Uh, it's a Stu Leonard's product, but which is here in the Northeast, but it says it's a product of France. So I don't know what, I don't know which one to believe. Mm, is it, it's not alcoholic. No. Oh, uh, no. Oh, is it? No, I, I would so. imagine. When, no. when they say it's sparkling something, that usually means it's, it's not. Yeah. Like sparkling cider, you know, the, it's usually not an alcoholic thing. Got a little carbon to it. Hold on. Yeah, it should. Nice. I'm going to go right out of the bottle, even though my wife gave me a glass. That's gross. Yeah. Stop being gross. All right, I won't go out of the bottle then. There you go. We've got to keep this podcast yeah, classy. I'll be go civil to, here. I'll go out of the like, glass. Like human beings. Look at that. That looks nice with the ice. Now you're doing it the right way. See, I think that would be good. If you blended it with ice and made it like frozen I know. sparkling limeade. I think a little vodka would be great in this right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Boom. That's outstanding. Is that, that was your first sip ever of that? First sip ever. That is so good. Mm. Is it ice cold or is it like Hold on. temperature let me, with the ice in it? Let me see how it does on the rim of the glass. You're an idiot. Let me swirl it. Swirl. Does it have legs? Oh, don't do that. That is phenomenal. That is so good. I'm not so a huge good. fan of sparkling stuff, but is that that's good? Oh, my God. On a hot day? doesn't taste like seltzer. I'm not Mm-mm. a fan of seltzer. I'll tell you what. It is. It, it, it has some sugar in it. Maybe a smidge more than I'd like, but... 170 calories per serving, 470 calories of sugar in this whole bottle. So that's a lot. But it's not overly sugarly. (laughs) Yeah, it's not overly sugary. How much juice is it? (laughs) Is it 10% juice or or more? What do you got? Let me see. They do always say that. They always like to pump up how much juice is in something. (laughs) Like we care. Contains zero juice. Okay, what am I drinking then? 2% 2% juice. <laughs> there you go. They squeeze half a lime in it, and they, they could call it limeade. <laughs> Why do they always tell it? Why, do we need to know how much juice there is in the thing? In case you were wondering. Uh, do they need to tell us anything? Yes, they do. Secret. They uh, got to tell you. You want to try this? You don't have to be on camera. You can give it a try and tell us what you think. I'll swing now, what did Stu Leonard's, did, that, did they have other flavors? Like, there's limeade. Did they have, like, grape-aid and... Mango aid. Did they have other flavors? I think they did. Yeah, they had lemonade and like strawberry lemonade, but it was all 
lemon uh, lemonade varieties. This was the only okay. one I made. All right, so oh, there were all lem- forms of lemonade, but this was the only one that wasn't affiliated yeah. with the lemon. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, can we ask how much you paid for that bottle? Uh, good question. It was three fifty. That's not bad for a the, bottle that size. Yeah, like three forty nine or something like that. Was that a, a liter, liter and a half? Yep, a liter. Liter. Eh. I tell you what, sugar and water. The, the, you just put this with a little vodka over ice, and you're set. That's a nice summer, spring, summer day. You got right some there. Tito's? Yeah, that's a, that's a like when you're outside dealing doing something. Little lime wedge on the glass. Oh God! And Man, you know what's the crazy? Summer. The margarita is so friggin' popular. That's isn't that just lime? What's in a margarita? That's a lot of stuff in there. There's and lime, lime in it, but there's a lot of stuff in there. And triple sec. There's no lemon in there. How is lime no. dominating the margarita category and not more drinks? That's what I want to know. I think because lemon is very big with the kids. Lemonade stands, lemon. Uh, lemonade is, is that's that's number one. Why? I I don't have anything against lemonade. I just feel like lime is underrated. I feel like if we gave lime enough time, it could take over. Give time to the lime. I feel There's like picket sign. Feels like lime is the Tesla of citrus. It's not. It could the, do great things. You just got to give it a chance. And the funding. It's not the biggest right now, but if you give if you put it in Elon Musk's hands, I think he could make something happen with it. Now, do limes grow in the same environment as lemons? I think so. I don't same know. Deal, right? They look exactly alike. One's green and one's yellow. I would assume. In the so. bar, at the bar, there's always lemons and limes cut up. When I order a seltzer at like the diner always ask for lime first always and then i go if not i'll take the lemon because i like to put the lemon where it belongs in the passenger seat put it right in its place but like nine times out of ten they come over with a lemon which drives me crazy i'm like why aren't you carrying more limes what's the problem orange is coming up uh you know close third orange is being put in a lot of things now yeah well, beers the beer yeah you know it's it's pulling its weight and it's combining with other things this is i'm gonna make this very quick because 95% of the people watching cannot get this, but there's a, a small brewery here in Long Island, Patchogue, called the Brickhouse Brewery, and they, every year for, what do they do it for now? Shit, I don't know what time of year they do it. Maybe it's Mardi Gras. Might be around springtime. They make a lime beer. Ooh. And it's just like, what's the one that you put the orange in? Blue Moon. Blue Moon. That's my is, favorite beer. Uh, it's kind of garbage. I always look down on Blue Moon. But oh, I love Blue Moon. If you drink that over like a Bud Light, I, I'm with you. I'm I'm for that. Even though Coors like owns it or whatever, but that's not the point. Enough for snobs. Stop judging great. me. Yeah. Point is, it's like that, but it has that lime tinge to it instead of the orange. It's so good. It's so good. So now, would you think that orange and like wait, lime and lemon are the same as like orange and grapefruit? You think grapefruit should come up? And, and pull ahead of orange? No, because grapefruit is bitter. Grapefruit... Lime is a little more bitter than lemon, no? Um, maybe. Maybe. I feel like there's a, there's something to lime, though, that I, I can't put it... Because it's lime. How do you describe a lime flavor other than lime? Lemon, but a little more bitter. Oh, thank you. Key lime pie. I love key lime pie. There's no key, key lemon, lemon pie. pie. lemon meringue. 
There is lemon meringue, which is kind of a bite off a of key lime. If you had to choose lemon meringue or, or key lime. Which oh, my, key lime is my favorite pie. It's the best pie ever. Key lime and pumpkin are my two favorites. Okay. You are illustrating my point to a T. Lime is the biggest sleeper we have in society. We don't even realize how much we friggin' love the lime. Why isn't it more popular? Why isn't it? It is an unsung made... hero. It's an unsung hero in the in the world. Yeah, but then you put it in with like Tostitos and I want to throw up. Oh, a lot of that's a big in the Latin culture, they love uh tortilla chips and even more so than that, um nuts. Almonds and things. I work with a Spanish guy. Oh, sure, nuts are fine, but um, I'm saying like the flavored chips. I don't like the, the lime flavored chips. Like if there's lime squeezed into like I'm with you, but that's like Tostitos. That's like garbage, horse shit, yeah, no. lime extract crap. I worked with a guy when I worked back at the airport, Spanish guy. He was like, he was putting lime on almonds one day, and I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, we do this all the time. What are you talking? About? It was two cultures just clashing. Wow. Like, what are you doing? He's like, what are you talking about? And then he let me try it, and I was like, oh, it's pretty good, actually. And then, like, 20 years later, every planter's can has, like, that lime, you know, that's, like, part of all Really? That's yeah. the first I'm hearing about this. Really? Lime on, uh, on like, yeah. nuts and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big huh. time uh, Spanish thing, for, of course. Cool. No, yeah. I would have never thought of that. Yeah. And that, I bet that, that happened in, like, a bar. Like, almost like, uh, you know, you got peanut butter on my chocolate, you got chocolate on my peanut butter. I bet the bartender was handing like a drink over to someone. The lime fell out, fell into the bowl of mixed nuts, and that's how the whole. And oh, let me try. It. And that's how. I would love to know, and I don't know which portion of Latin culture it originated from, but I know he was he was Spanish, and he like he put it on, and he loved it. And I was like, oh, this Spanish, is actually pretty like, good. From Spain? Uh, no. Um, Latin Latino. It, it, South America somewhere I forget I think yeah. he even might have been mixed he might have been Puerto Rican and Argentine I don't I don't know somewhere somewhere in that mix down in uh, south of the equator but yeah he and he said it was like huge in his family huge and and that's why I, I love it's very rare you can discover things like that where you actually get it from the culture itself before it goes off into before some mainstream huge American corporation freaking yeah. just ruins it you know bastardizes it by planters making... nuts it's with lime it's like uh, yeah all right i guess yeah uh and finally frank um groundhog day is upon us tis yes manana i don't care for the groundhog uh at all to be honest with you you don't like the groundhog himself i feel that groundhog day the bill murray movie is more popular and and better than the actual groundhog part of it all Oh, if the Bill Murray movie never came out, I think we would have been done with Groundhog Day 15 years ago. Thank you. I think we would have wrapped this whole thing up. We would have forgotten all about it. It would have been handed over to the animal rights people and said, what are we doing with this with this Groundhog? Yeah. But since the popularity of Groundhog Day, the movie came out, then we, we kind of looked the other way on the Groundhog. Movie. But this is what stinks. Like, So this started in Pennsylvania, right? And Punk right. Tony Phil is the original Groundhog. But and I don't know if people I would love I would love to know, is this a thing outside the United States? I don't even know Good question. I doubt it. We have a lot of Canadians, a lot of Australians, a lot of Europeans. I would yep. love to know if Groundhog Day is a thing by you. And also, like I could see it being a thing in Canada, but maybe not other places. But also, right. I want to know if you guys have it like we have it. So it's well, 
Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, it started with Punks of Tony Phil. Right. Next thing I know, uh, Staten Island has a groundhog all of a sudden. And then right. a couple Long years, Island has one. I slip got one here on Long Island. Now, now, like everybody, they're like franchising off this whole thing. Which one are we going to listen to? They're all contradicting one another. And you're like, this is it. You ruined it. You ruined yeah. the Should've thing. Should have just been the one. And that's that. Just be Phil. That's all you need. Yeah. You know, Now, for those of you who don't have Groundhog Day uh, and don't know what we're talking about, Groundhog Day is every February 2nd. And it's literally it started in the, in the town of Punxsutawney, Punxsutawney. In Pennsylvania. Yeah. They pull a groundhog out of its little nest. It's a pet. You know, it's not a wild groundhog. They pull them out and they pretend like they're talking to it. If you've ever seen the movie, you know what we're talking about. They talk to it and apparently it tells the mayor if it saw its shadow or not. And that'll say if it's six more weeks of winter or not. It's a weather thing. But I think a lot of places don't have it because I don't think groundhogs are native to, you know, I think they're a, a North American animal. Oh, okay. That makes so sense. I think that might keep the Groundhog Day to North America, but I'm not 100% on that. By the way, do you know, I, I, I swear to God, this is embarrassing, but I, I was. Oh, oh, God, tell me. I was this year's old when I discovered why he sees the shadow or not. I never put this together. Why? Do you know why he sees his shadow or he doesn't see his shadow? Is it because it's sunny or not? Yeah, that's the reason why. You're an idiot. You just realized that? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so basically the groundhog tells the mayor whether or not it saw its shadow. And that's the tradition. If it sees, I don't know which one it is. If it sees its shadow... Then there's winter comes faster. Uh, winter ends faster. If it doesn't see its shadow, that means six more weeks of wintry weather. Right. So you just realized today. Two, 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 three days ago. Two, three days ago, <laughs> that the reason it sees or doesn't see its shadow is because of the sun. <laughs> what did you think? I don't know because I. I, I feel like that never occurred to me because as dumb as this all sounds, I felt like it couldn't be that. That's too simple and dumb. Would, like it was like a mystical thing. Like it saw its shadow because it was scared yes. of shadows or something. I, I thought I thought Farmer's Almanac or they just picked one. They just made it because, by the way, it doesn't make any sense. Like the weather's no. going to be what the weather's going to be. So it's not it's like, whatever the hell the mayor says too. Uh, yeah. It's not like the groundhog's going, saw my shadow. Yeah, and then one year I saw like a clip of it on the news and I saw the, the thing's shadow and it was like, I didn't see my shadow. So I'm like, okay, this doesn't make any sense. None of this Either is... Either that or it's a blind groundhog. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really know. But I just feel like the fact that they're basing it on if he, like if it's sunny or not, like why go through the whole shenanigans of pulling out the damn hog? Just go, it's cloudy today. He didn't see a shadow. Like You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make so any sense. So you don't know. So if it's sunny... And he doesn't see his shadow, then there's a pro see. He, it, just because it's sunny out doesn't mean he's going to see his shadow. I guess not. Then it depends on where you're holding him, and you know where. Is he under a bunch of trees. There's a lot of a lot of finagling that could go on here. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not too. Uh, I wouldn't put too much faith in it. Do you think people bet on Groundhog Day, like in Vegas? Rephrase that question. No. Ask me. Do you, do you think people bet on? Groundhog's Day in Vegas. Like, is there a 
you know, I, I'm putting odds on that he's going to see a shadow. Make the question more personable. No. Do you bet on Groundhog Day? You do. Get the hell out of here. You gamble. You bet on everything. On Groundhog Day. <laughs> I don't know what to do with you. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, you have, I think, and also, I think you have a problem. <laughs> yes, I do. I have a problem. What do you? Can I? How much do you bet on this? No, no, no. I, no, yes, I've, yes, yes. I've bet on it. No, I've not like on like through an app or anything, but I've bet like coworkers and stuff. I've bet on it. Yeah. Um, Did you I, win? Uh, I don't know. Frank, you win some, you lose some. It does. Let's not. Uh... <laughs> Might as well just bet on a coin toss. <laughs> just get it over with. Heads or tails. Well, that's basically, yeah, that's that's what it is. But like I said, though, it does, it's nonsensical because the Staten Island one doesn't see it. The other one does see it. It's BS at this point. The one we should all go by, if you're going to go by anything, which is weird. Is Punk's but the film. one we should buy is the Pennsylvania. That's the original. Yeah. So Bill Murray made this movie uh, in the 90s. It was called Groundhog Day. And it is, honest to goodness. Classic. I mean, it's so hard to do because Bill Murray is a legend. But top, I would say top five Bill Murray movies of all time. Ah, uh, yeah, it's up. It's one of those you could sit down and watch at any point, and it's on TV. You just got to stop what you're doing and watch it. Did you know that he hated the movie at first? Really? Yeah, I didn't. I just discovered this. He was getting divorced just prior to the movie. He probably hated everything then. He was in. He was moody and this and that. He, you know, and um, his good friend, who was the guy who directed it? I want to make sure I don't screw this up. Oh, I can't remember who directed that. Bill, Bill Connors. It wasn't. What's his name? Harold Ramis. I, 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 Harold Ramis is in my head, and that's that's not correct. Because he never. He he was. Zemeckis. Super tight with Harold Ramis. Oh no! It was Harold Ramis. It was. He did direct it. Okay. He directed it. He didn't talk. Harold Ramis and Murray didn't talk for like 15, 20 years. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. For like a long After Groundhog Day? Or hold on. Maybe it was 10 years because that, that seems a little bit much. Maybe it was close to a decade. Because of Groundhog Day. Yep. That's Be crazy. Because he was so cranky on set, Bill Murray. And he was obviously in a bad mood. So he would play the role kind of a little dark. And Ramis would be like, dude, this is a comedy. Like, you got to, like, give me give me Bill Murray. Like, come on. And I guess he pushed him around so much. And when it was all said and done, he was like, I hate this movie. This movie sucks. To be fair, he had to do a lot of the scenes over and over again. More than you would in a, in a regular movie. Yeah, so the premise of the movie, for people who don't know, is Bill Murray is a weatherman. And kind of the way a lot of weathermen are pompous and he's got to cover Punxsutawney Phil coming out of the thing and he does it and he's a jerk to his staff and his producer and his cameraman and everybody else and so they go they cover the day and whatever goes to sleep there's supposed to be like a snowstorm coming in right which he says is not a big deal we'll get out of town hmm. wakes up the next morning and it's groundhog day again and so he's like what's going on and he's going he thinks people are messing with him and this and that Goes to the day, goes to sleep, wakes up the next morning. It's Groundhog Day again. And so he lives in the same day over and over and over again. So to Frank's point, he had to film a lot of the same scenes. Like a lot of the same scenes. Not all, I mean, in a regular movie, you have to film the same scene over and over and over again. 
different angles, different whatever. Right. But in this, you have to do that plus film it again for a different scene. Yeah. Plus film it again for, you know, so it was probably a week, two weeks of filming the exact same scene. I was just going to say he could probably been a week and a half on the same location r running the same lines practically. Yeah. yeah. All the people around him are doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's freaky. So it had to be frustrating. I'm sure. Plus the divorce. Um, but it's such but, a, but it's yeah. such from a philosophical, that's what's so great about the movie though. It's funny. It's common man, everyday person funny, but it has this bigger Lesson? metaphorical Moral? message yeah, message to it that's really just quite lovely that you don't really get out of a lot of comedies like that. Made $70 million in the 90s. It was a huge a success. It's a lot. Yeah. And it's still making it. Every, I'm sure it'll be on TV everywhere tomorrow. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, it was a 20-year... It says it, this drove a 20-year wedge into their friendship. They made Ghostbusters together, Caddyshack, and Meatballs. And they did Groundhog's Day, and they didn't speak for 20 years. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's a long time. That's like eight years ago. That's literally like eight years. And Ramis, didn't he die recently? He no? died a while. Yeah. Not, not recently. I think he died like... Close to that, five six years ago, I'm sure, I'm sure, something like that. Thank God they put it together before he died. Jesus. Yeah, he died young. He was not what seventy maybe. Yeah, I, I would guess. Um, but recently, I think it was Hulu. They came out with uh, Andy Samberg did his own kind of version of Groundhog Day. It wasn't called Groundhog Day. It was called Palm Springs. And I watched it on, on Hulu. My wife and I watched it, and I gotta say. It's it's good. It's a, like a modern day version of it. It's like a he's a younger guy. It's a different situation he's stuck in, and it's a different way that it ha it all occurs. Um, it's a little uh, like I think Groundhog Day was like PG or PG thirteen. Mm -hmm. This was rated R. You know, uh, but it's it's a little darker. I got to tell um, you, I I missed I missed Andy Samberg. He has not done one thing that has brought me joy. I like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I feel like That's I would like that. Show. I never got in. I'm not saying I hate the guy. I'm just saying I, we just, I keep it. I'll see him in something and I'll be like, eh. I'm telling you, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is worth it. It's in its like eighth season now. Yeah. It's really good. I feel like I've Definitely seen worth it. parts of that and I've laughed at like clips and things online. It's it's really good. Every character is funny. It's great. Yeah. But I kind of um, hate this idea that he just took Groundhog Day and remade it and changed some things around. And I hate that. Yeah. I mean, it's not it, basically the premise is the same, but everything's. But know, I feel like movie. this is such a remake. This is such a unique premise. Like, Ex yeah, that's true. It never existed before Groundhog Day. And they did it so perfect that how could you do it again? You know? It it's still like, doesn't take away, you know, doesn't take away from the original. It's like this. Yes, it does. It's like the Sixth okay. Sense, or you know, the Matrix, or like when when you look at some of these movies that you're I like, I can go for a, a, re a Matrix redo. If they redid that, I'd watch it. But, but you're gonna get better than the original. Like, how are you gonna get better than the original? Maybe different actors. 
like different okay. now it's newer newer for, technology for instance this is not a great example but rocky it's your classic underdog story it's been told before it's been told again like a rom-com like you're, you're just you know rocky is unique for i'm not going to spoil why it's unique but if you've seen rocky you got get why it's unique so it there is something special about it but i'm saying the type of movie it is we've seen it before and we've seen it again in other genres and whatever and it's that's what it is groundhog day you know like the sixth sense like some of these other movies there's no there's no reason to ever redo them they're they're what they are they 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 stay where they are there's nothing you so could I, add to it that like i get that you enjoyed it like i like that you enjoyed it but you know would you would you say that you enjoyed it more than the original no definitely not so but it's it was still a fun movie it was interesting to see so, you know what it was like it was almost like it wasn't this, but it, you could if you saw it as like a sequel, like it's Groundhog Day two. None of the original cast. It's just a guy reliving the same day over and over again. It happened again. Now, if they if they if they marketed it like that, oh, it's happening again, and here's this guy. It's going through the same thing. Right. It's just a different. He's just going through a different day. Bill Murray went through Groundhog Day over and over again, and this guy is going through this day over and over again. And there's twists and there's things you don't see coming. It's different. This is like Tostitos putting lime on chips. The Spanish yeah, people are yeah. like, what the fuck? Come on, like, can you, can you leave Plus, our shit alone? it's a Hulu movie. It's not like it's, you know, <laughs> it's straight to DVD, but it was good. Can I say something? Because you just hit on something. No. There is some truth to that and it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart, but at the same time as it doesn't. We just don't feel the same way about streaming movies as we do movies that we've seen in a theater. Especially nowadays. There are movies that are just being released on HBO or whatever. Yeah. And they're supposed to be this huge thing, but now because of everything, they're not in the movies. And but you're saying, yes, yeah, I feel like we're fig- remember when we did the, the year in review and Janine was like, I didn't see any movies, and then she's like, Oh, I saw a seventeen movie. Oh, there she is, she's back. Yep. I was just, Round two. I just legitimately brought you up to make a point, Janine. It's like you're the sequel. This is J Sab's the sequel. Yeah, I was mm. saying, I was saying how we're not the, the movies that we're streaming aren't as impactful to us that we're forgetting them. Like how you forgot, you saw like ten movies, but you didn't oh, remember. Yeah. I saw all those movies, and I was like, I didn't see anything. Yeah. Wait, but if you saw them in the theater, you probably remember them. Oh more. yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Like, oh my god, I definitely saw that movie. It was so good. And at the same, so I love that because I love going to see a movie in a movie theater. Like I love Me that. Me too. But at the same time, there are some really good movies being made for just streaming services, and we forget them so quickly. And that kind of that makes me sad a little bit. That kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, I we just watched a movie on Friday night, and I remember seeing it. So yay, Janine. What movie? Um, the Little Things on HBO Max. I heard that that sucked. You liked it? I mean, it was okay. Okay. Denzel Washington, um, Jared Leto. Yeah, he somebody. Was good. I was. I saw somebody's review randomly online. It was like this movie sucks. Denzel owes everybody money and some shit like that. He's Ow. always so good. <laughs> you're watching it on a streaming service that you're paying for, right? <laughs> um, but I remember the last time I went to the movies. 
And I got to say, I do miss going to the movies, but this last time. You got a hand we job. Were, Well, no, but that would have been great. However, what happened was <laughs> I was in, a, in the theater with my wife and there were like three or four other couples in the theater, small theater. And the guy across from me, he had to be like eight feet away from me across the aisle in his seat. And it was like he, the way he was eating his popcorn. Oh, God. I wanted to walk over there and strangle the shit out of him. <laughs> it was like he had a garbage bag full of dry dead leaves and he would take them out and go like this to them. <laughs> it was, that was the loudest crunching you've ever heard in your entire life. And I'm not just saying this because he was definitely by I, himself. No, he had, he had at least his wife and maybe someone else with him. But he, I, my wife asked me before I even said anything, my, would you want to leave? Do you want to get our money back? Should we go? I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, but this guy better shut the hell up. Or I'm wow, like, you were really considering asking for your money back? I was back? considering it. It was that loud. It, and I'm, I usually I exaggerate with this sort of stuff, but this time it was the loudest thing you've ever heard in your life in a quiet theater. It was... <laughs> It was the worst thing you've heard in your life. It was, and that you don't like that noise to begin with? I couldn't take so, it, but thank God uh, the movie came on and it was kind of loud, but I was still kind of hearing it. And I was like, this is insane. How am I hearing this guy over these giant speakers that are in my face? Oh my God, that's so annoying. <sighs> <laughs> Frank, do you need a drink? I need something. It's so weird. Frank doesn't get angry over like stuff he should be mad about. He doesn't get upset with people chewing. This is my one pet peeve on this yeah. planet. Yeah. It's loud, obnoxious. It's obnoxious chewing because I get when, when a chip is loud, you get that first crunch and then close your mouth. Yeah. First crunch, I understand. It's a big chip. Your mouth has to be open. I get it. Then once it's in there, close the lips and chew. It's just so it's just so weird how the things that should upset you like one of our right. mutual friends in the group was sleeping with Frank's wife for a while there and he never he never he didn't even care he didn't bother like, him oh, at all it's okay but yet the chewing upsets him it's just right. it's so very working. random what's going on here what who huh? slept with what now wait you didn't hear that oh never mind yeah okay we'll talk after the show <laughs> oops <laughs> you and me we're gonna go talk after the show <laughs> um, outside. I think that's it. Oh, uh, so but Groundhog Day, just greatest movie of, of all time. It's a wonderful film. Oh, wait a minute. You've never seen it or never heard of it. Um, I have most definitely heard of it and oh, most God. definitely have seen it. Okay. Eh. Oh, my God. Uh, really? I get, you know what it is? I get annoyed at it. Because it repeats? Yeah, and it's just like it, it gets stupid after a while. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. Oh my god! Okay. It's happening over and over again. Stop it. So you're of the TikTok generation where you can't your attention span <laughs> can't go more than fifteen seconds. Wait, huh? Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Um, whatever the time is. Wait, what were you saying? Exactly. If Bill Murray did this at the end of the movie, would you think it was better? Is that Maybe. what does that mean? Okay. Um, we were doing it together. I don't know. What does this mean when you point your fingers towards each other? It doesn't really mean anything, but it was a TikTok dance. Yeah. It's just a dance. I think it's just one of those things. I'm going to do, there's a new trend on TikTok that I'm considering doing tomorrow. Which one? Mm, I don't want to say because I'm going to, you, you, you might, might be involved. You people. You might be. I don't know. So shouldn't she know? That's okay. I like surprises. 
No. That's he's going to do something that's going to embarrass you. No, it's not gonna be Heads up. He's going to make you say something or do something that you don't know is embarrassing, but it's going to turn out to be embarrassing. Um, nothing embarrasses me. I'm still <laughs> mad at Frank because he ruined a TikTok prank of mine early on in TikTok. Early on. I don't even remember yeah, what it was. Like, I heard it of it. You tried, no, you ruined it. I ruined it because you tried to get me with it. Oh. And I said, yeah, I know Which what you're talking about. I'm not doing it. You say you say a group of words together and then you re- yes. record it and then you reverse it and it says something like punch me in the face or whatever it said. Or put yeah, it in and I rear. called him out on it and he was kind of all upset. That was it. I put it in the group chat and I was like, can you, I'm doing this for something. I was like, can you guys record video and send it to me? And and the oh, teacher's pet over here had to be like, yeah. oh, you forgot to give us homework, oh, everybody. Don't fall for Anthony's thing. Yeah. Um, Frank, come on. That's nothing. You. It's not like he asked you to take a picture of your schlong and send it to him. Yeah. Come on. The only thing that was going to happen was all our friends were going to be laughing hysterical at this. Uh, That's it. At this oh, yeah. Video. Groundbreaking stuff. <laughs> I can't stand You were going to break the internet. <laughs> No, I wasn't even going to put it on the internet. I was just going to put it back into the group chat and give everybody a little chuckle. This was going to be your Ellen DeGeneres selfie. This was going to be your Da Vinci uh, Mona Lisa. Um, This was going to define your career. It was. Define his career. Oh, God. Do you have the Trump weather thing, D, as we wrap up the show here? Um, You're welcome. I'm the one who sent that to you. Oh, you sent it to me? What's the Trump weather? There was this guy who does a Trump impersonation and he was because we got a huge storm in the northeast here and he was doing the weather like Trump. And it was so where did you put that into the group chat in the group chat? Oh, God. You sure it wasn't him? Because he's not doing much right now. Excuse me. Excuse me. I have time to do the weather now. Plenty of time. Excuse me. You got a two pay warning. It could be very windy. <laughs> Nobody reads the weather like the guy. The guy just had his cadence. It was so damn accurate. He's good, that guy. He was really good. That's what she said. He didn't look like him at all. Jesus, Jane. When did you send this? I'm never going to find it. Oh, God. I can hear people leaving. They're not watching anymore. You sent it last night? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't even know where I am in the timeline. We got to start editing our group chat down a bit. It's too much. What I, I can't stand in the group chat is this person laughed at this and it just repeats the same thing that you said. Oh, thank you, Frank, because now I'm going to do that. Thank you. I, you don't yeah. like it? Okay. Yeah, but I you mean, have to you have to ever. do that because you have to acknowledge the laugh. I, I, I exactly. know it's annoying, but I appreciate it when people laugh at the I, funny. I, I like the LOLs or the LMAOs. Yeah, but, but you, when it's like laugh But it's at, not specific because if you do like that, then you, they know that you like that specifically. Yeah, you're, kids what's... and their fancy, their fancy text messages. In my day, Frank's still the... stuck in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, what, what you want? Golden Here's a girls. Beeper. Yeah, I did have a beeper. What's the difference between LOL and liked? Uh, yeah, it's just it repeat. Like if someone writes a paragraph, and it's you know someone finds it funny, it's laughed at, and then the full paragraph again. It's just annoying to have to scroll through all that. If you just wrote LOL, that would cover it. And I don't have to sit there and go, oh, it's a whole paragraph again. And it's just annoying to scroll through. That's my, <laughs> that's my, my gripe. Oh, God. Plus, the music's too damn loud these days. How old are you? Jesus. 
I'm just filling time until you find whatever the hell you're looking I, for. I do appreciate it because I would really love to find. I feel like it's been. And then another up. thing wrong with this generation is is uh, how many zippers do you need on one jacket? It's too many zippers and buttons and things. You are one so zipper old. is all we needed back in the day. Oh my god! You are so old. It's time to go. How close do you? I think this might be the guy. No, I don't know. Uh, Is this the guy? What a big letdown. Ah, damn it. Uh, I mean, do you have it at the ready? Do you have it there? Janine, is this the guy? I don't freaking know. Is that the guy? Mm, Let me see. Move it a little closer. Yeah, I think it is. Yes, this is is the guy. This is the guy. Hang on. My fellow Americans, we're here. We're watching another system. We're watching a winter storm. Which That's is a fantastic good. time to watch storms. Winter storm. And we're looking at it. 995 millibar laws sitting off the coast. Going through a process that we call bomb or genesis. He's talking about bombing out. The greatest bomb the world has ever seen. Kim Jong-un is going to be jealous of the bomb that you're looking at on this map. And you're looking at a system that is going to throw what we call mesoscale banding you're talking about bands like you've never seen before bands that are so highly respected and talented you're going to see snow totals pile up like you've never seen before snow totals they're going to pile up like the illegal immigrant population in the united states uh, under the biden administration you're looking at so much I'm... snow that you've never seen and it's going to be a system that we talk about for a very long time believe me i love he i'm sounds... so happy we're done with that Oh, oh but Frank, that was so go. the way he said the way he threw in the little words at the end and the way he says fantastic, just oh my this guy yeah. this, I think he's the best Trump I've ever seen. He sounds so he doesn't look voice. like him, but he no. sounds amazing. Doesn't look like him at all, but yeah. His that was a perfect voice. That was great. He's Captain Deplorable on, <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> Captain well, Deplorable. Exactly. That's fantastic. All That's right. great. That we'll leave it with one. that's a perfect perfect uh impression we'll leave it with captain deplorable how about jace i was making a comeback i love it twice look at that Thank the you. return look at her this time it's personal i got off my phone call early and i said you know what let me see if these two fucks are still up and still on this how's the star legacy doing did are they okay what's happening big plans well because of covid it's very hard to plan events yeah so trying to stick in there with my fellow said. Americans. <laughs> and so, yeah, we're going to see what's going to happen in 2021. Are you guys planning events like summertime? We're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's safe to do. Walks what about like virtual things. events? They suck. Let's be honest. They suck. I don't think Big we're going to do balls. virtual events come summertime. I, I really don't. No, I think it's over. I think this is over come summertime. Go- oh, there's a golf. I hope outing. so. There's a golf outing. I'm in. Would you really go be in? Yes, hundred percent. Okay. Depending on what it's if it's in two weeks, I'm not going. It's, but if it's when it's you know June when this all is it's, if COVID is way better in June, then I'll go. Let me just make one statement. You guys are too nice because you go up to the window to get your food and you put your mask on. That's a nice yeah. thing to do. Well, it's, they're right there and they're handing stuff to you. You're like I less than six that. feet away. You I forget. Do you don't do that? No, I forget all the time. Oh, you got to do that. No. Okay, but but when the person is, when they're wearing the mask, like, so first of all, 
what your Janine's referencing is our last podcast we went to PDQ. <laughs> to the right. drive through, yeah. And where that guy was, he wasn't in a window. He was literally standing outside. So you could oh, that's see the him. first guy. You could see him there in the mask. So I was like, if he's gonna wear a mask, I feel like a douchebag if I don't put on the mask and show him the the same nope. c- courtesy. He's, it's not yeah, you're giving your order instead of giving it to a speaker. He was standing next to the window yeah. of oh. your car. Yeah. And he's yeah. writing down your order or in a computer. But even at Starbucks, when I go to Starbucks, there's like signs up that say, please wear your mask I, to I pick up do. your... I never even <sighs> think I never even think to do it. I guess because I hate the mask so much that like yeah. it's the farthest Why thing from my mind. so much? Oh, I just hate it. Oh, it's annoying. I, mean, I get it. Yeah, I, but it's a small thing. I, I, w- I wouldn't think of it either, and I have forgotten to do it. But when I see the sign at Starbucks, it's like, please put on your mask at the window. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I always forget. I do. I'm like, you don't oh, forget these guys when you go nice. into places. Right. Mm, I still have forget. I, forgotten? I, I did forget once when I went to Stop and Shop. I will get to the door and go, oh, and have to turn around and go back. Yeah. And that's happened. Yeah. That still no, happens. No, that happens. To me. I've gotten and you're like, to the... fucking shit, motherfucker. I go, uh, I have to go back. Yeah. Sure. And then you go, and you see someone, you go, mask. (sighs) (laughs) You too, huh? (laughs) My daughter yells at me if I don't wear the mask to gas up the car. Oh, really? Because when we, early on, early, early on, like in the middle of it all, I went to go gas up and everybody was wearing it. This is before we knew that outdoors, it was, you know, in the sunlight, it's different and all that. Before all that, I would put it on and gas up because there was people like if there was somebody like right next to the pump, I would, you know, you just put it on. And so every time that I got up to get out to gas up, my daughter would yell at me. She's like, oh, you forgot. And there'd be nobody around. But she'd be like, Dad, your mask. So I had to put it on for her. Good. In the beginning, I used to wear uh, gloves when I like. Like yeah. latex gloves uh, at the gas station. Well, because nobody knew in the in the first couple of weeks, nobody knew. But now, if there's nobody around, Frank, if there if you're at a gas station, there's nobody near you. I put it on out of habit, and if the guy comes out, or if I have to talk, oh, to him, I don't. I just put it on. I get out. You're you're out standing out there for two minutes. It's not a big deal. If I'm if there's nobody around, I won't put it on. I really don't mind wearing this thing. I don't know why every, people make it such a big deal. Just put you know me. Do you wear? It I don't to know bed? why. I don't wear it to bed. <laughs> that would be kind of funny. I like wearing it outside because it's cold too. See, Keep I still can't. Warm. I still can't. I know. I I will say the one where where we were standing outside for a while. I I actually didn't mind the mask on because uh, it was cold. It was cold. <laughs> yeah, your nose and your, and your mouth warm and chin. Yeah, it's nice. But I don't mind the mask. I mean, I think about if a surgeon can wear it for twelve hours in a row. In a in one room, I got it. I don't know how they do it. The doctors and the nurses and everything. I don't know how they. Give I saw them all a the video. The I think it was a TikTok video. It was a surgeon. He had, he t- he went through the layers that he's wearing. He took a mask, another mask. Then it was like a face wrap thing. He had like three things over his face, plus the he- the cap and the gown and everything. He was wearing like a- and the glasses, and he goes, "This is what I put on every day. I wear it, twelve eight to twelve hours a day." You know, yeah, well, when you're so, making three hundred fifty thousand dollars, I don't I guess you can wear twelve hours a day. <laughs> yeah, but those nurses aren't making that 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 uh, much money. So it's not the comfort; it's how much you're getting paid to wear it. Pretty much. Okay. 
Frank, I'd wear your underwear on my face all day long if you oh paid me three hundred fifty thousand a year. Okay. Ugh. Used. Yep. Unwashed. After a after a after a day at the Star Legacy golf outing. In, oh my god! In no. July. That for three hundred fifty thousand. And I don't like this word, but that is moist. <laughs> <laughs> that is bologna soup, my friends. Oh, that's disgusting. Bologna soup. Ugh. I'm going to throw yeah. up. You know how there's swamp butt? Swamp ass? Mm-hmm. Well, the front is bologna soup. This has been an almost two-hour podcast. We have to that's go. That's terrible. God bless anyone who's stuck with us this Nobody's far. definitely sticking around. You, can, you just cut me out. That's it. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. With this. <laughs> Don't forget to check out our clips channel. Um, Enter to win the uh, the sink thingy. A lot of people entering to win. Forgot um, to mention. Can I just tell you something? I yeah. watched that whole episode. Which one? And the, the sink one. Okay. Frank, I get your reasoning why you bought it. Okay. I do. I feel like there's an insult coming. I hope there is. But I'm ready. Hit me with it. It's it's too prone to get um, mildew on it. We wash it. Mm. How's it doing right it now? Get, still going to get moist. It's doing. It's hanging out. It's got the soap <laughs> and, the, and the sponges. And the sponge and things. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing its job. <laughs> the other one, by the way, is at your house, Anthony, and we yep. will be shipping that out to the winner. I should have brought it to the studio here, but I left it downstairs. Oh, that would have been smart if I would have brought it to the studio yeah, well, so we could plug the contest. No one said you were smart. But yeah, we're going to give away the Frank sink thingy. Um, I'm going to enter. All you have to say is, I want the sink thingy in the comments. It's nice I to wake up to sink. 400 comments of, I want the sink thingy. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a popular item, and you're welcome to whatever that company is for yeah. free advertising. If you know how to translate Chinese, you can figure out that company too. Still don't know what that says. Still don't know it what said free Corona touch here. <laughs> <laughs> no, it said it said this. Oh, yeah, never mind. We've been talking no. Frank enough already. Forget it. All right. Thanks so much for watching and or listening. Appreciate it as always. AnthonyOnAir.com has all our links and info. And we will catch you.